What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. So six pack abs is what you came here for, but the number 13 is what's gonna get you them the fastest. You see, I put together my best 13 tips, both nutrition and training, to make sure that you complete that journey to a six pack once and for all, which by the way, starts in the bathroom. All right, so the first thing on the list actually has to do with the first thing that you need to do in the morning, and that is you need to reach for this before you reach for this to jump in the shower. And that's because we wake up most often in a dehydrated state. So what I want you to do is drink 16 to 20 ounces of water upon waking. I mean, before you do anything else. You see, it starts the habit early and you can continue this. Maybe you need one of those reminder water bottles, but water is going to be essential because if we don't have it, every other training tip and even every other nutrition tip in this video is going to suffer if you don't. So now when it comes to the training side of getting six pack abs, the sequence of the exercises you perform is actually more important than the exercises themselves. And I know that surprises you, but I wanna show you how to get this right every single time. All right, focus when you're looking at ab exercises on what's actually moving, because these are the same exercises, but they're done in different orders. If I focus on what's moving, I see the top and the bottom in that exercise. I see the top moving, but the legs staying still here, and I see the legs moving and the top staying still. Well, what is the right order? This is not right, because what we wanna do to get the most out of your ab workout is go this way. You want the bottom-up movements where just the legs are moving to come first. And that's because we need the most energy at the beginning of the workout to handle these moves because we have to lift the additional weight of our legs. These are always gonna be the most difficult exercises you do. Next, we wanna still focus on any exercise that's got the legs moving, but if the top is moving too, you're getting that additional help, in this case, from the obliques, so you're able to do it after you're a little bit fatigued here. The last exercises that you put into your workout are always gonna be the ones that just move the top because no matter what state of fatigue you're in, you're still gonna always be able to perform these movements without compromising the overall effect of the workout. All right, so now piggybacking on top of that division hack for your workout, I got one here for your plate too, where we actually wanna divide your plate. Because if you do this, nutrition will become a lot more simple for you. If you visualize looking down at your plate, think of it as a clock, right? And if we look down at the clock, all I want you to do is focus on two times, nine o'clock and 9.20. Once you do that, the rest is easy because all you do is then portion out your plate with different components or macronutrients. In the largest portion here, that's where you go with your fibrous carbohydrates, right? Your leafy vegetables, your green vegetables, the things that crunch. I have a whole list of them for you available on our website. I'll link it down in the description below. Second, you then fill up that portion of the plate, the second largest portion with protein. And again, it doesn't matter whether you're following a vegan diet or you're a meat eater, your proteins go here in this proportion and then you fill up the rest of your plate with your starchy carbohydrates. And notice I'm not avoiding them entirely. I think they're an important part of a healthy, balanced nutrition plan, but they do get the smallest portion because we tend to overeat those if we're given free reign. And then over the top of it all is our incidental fat. Okay, not piling it on, but more so cooking with it. And the fact is, guys, when you divide your plate like this, nutrition becomes a lot easier. Counting calories is not something you have to do. And at the end of the day, when we get our nutrition in check, the six-pack abs are a hell of a lot easier to see. So counting calories isn't the only thing I hate counting. I actually think counting reps is one of the worst ways that you could go about your ab workouts. You see, what you need to do is you need to stop counting reps and instead make them count. And that means trading in quantity for quality. See, if your ab workouts look like this, I can guarantee you you're not getting the most out of them. Speeding through repetitions just to reach a certain number is not gonna get you the results you want. Instead, they should look more like this. 
And I know it looks slow, and I know it looks deliberate, but really what you're getting is a quality contraction. So instead of counting reps, if you counted contractions, you'd actually be on the right path. And again, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. As long as you accumulate good repetitions here, what looks like it's slow is actually the fastest way to see abs. Now let's take that a step further now and see how we can apply that specifically to some of your lower ab exercises. You see, if you want to get more quality, then you got to focus on doing things like this. And that is, what are you actually trying to move? If you want to get the most out of your lower ab movements, it's the pelvis that matters the most. Is the pelvis moving through space? And if it's not, then you're not flexing your spine and you're not working your abs to their fullest extent. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is there something we could do to recruit lower abdominal muscle fibers better? Yes, we can do it by contracting your adductors. If your ab movements allow it, you would actually squeeze your knees together or cross your feet over like this and then perform your ab movement. And the additional stability that comes from the adductors onto the pelvis gives you more leverage to let those fibers do a better job of pulling. You'll feel the difference immediately, so give it a try, and I promise you that quality of every repetition is gonna go through the roof. Now just like those bottom-up movements, we actually have an opportunity to do two things to dramatically increase the quality of all of our top-down movements. And the first one is, again, the thing that's moving. Here, we're not looking at just bending our neck and grabbing on for dear life. We're trying to actually get our shoulder blades off of the ground. So just like the pelvis is driving those lower ab movements, Shoulder blades getting off the ground will drive proper top-down movements. And there's another thing we can do here to enhance the contraction and quality of every repetition. And I call it the folding rib cage. You see, if I were to draw an imaginary line right here under my rib cage and then focus on just trying to fold my body in half upon that line, you will feel a much better contraction on every single one of your top-down movements. No matter what crunch variation you're performing, if you focus on folding right there, the quality will increase dramatically in the long run. So one of the techniques I like to tell people when it comes to creating an overall benefit in terms of fat loss is to seek out the opportunities where you can sort of just sneak in the things that have a marginal impact on their own, but together can actually make a difference. And that's where I reach for three things that I just use every single day. And it's green tea in the form of a supplement, green tea extract, red pepper flakes, which I put on my dinner at night, which I shared in my full day of eating video, and I also shared cinnamon, how I like to use a large amount of it every single morning in my oatmeal. Whether it be through increased insulin sensitivity, decreasing your appetite, or just by increasing your metabolism, each of these act in their own way, but the big thing is they're very simple to add at very little extra cost to you in terms of effort level. The next up is something I actually shared in a recent video of mine because it's something that I have adopted into my own nutrition plan in just the last year, and that is the addition of ginger every single day. You see, ginger has the ability to help our fat loss efforts by decreasing our insulin sensitivity. It also has an effect on our training because it decreases muscle soreness. So if you're embarking on your journey to a six pack, but each workout leaves you too sore to get much out of the next one, then this is where this can have an impact in both ways. All I do is just simply reach for a pinch of pickled ginger just like this every single morning. It's the consistency you're going for here. And remember, it's these small things that add up when we're trying to have an impact on our nutrition. And we know that nutrition holds the key to seeing those six-pack abs ultimately. So the kitchen isn't the only place that the little things matter. Jesse actually tells me they matter in the bedroom too. Wait, what? Well, that's where I do my ab work. Uh, of course. So when we're talking about ab exercises, the little things are how you breathe. Because on every repetition of every exercise you do, you should be breathing, but are you doing it right? Well, here's what you wanna do. As you do a typical crunch, yes, you want to exhale, but you don't wanna actually push your stomach out as you do it. 
A lot of people confuse the exhale with a pushing of the stomach. You actually want to do the direct opposite. Blow air out while pulling your stomach down. And we call this cinching. You want to cinch your stomach down to activate the transverse abdominis. And without this activation, yes, you might wind up with a six pack, but it's going to look bloated and distended. Remember, the little things count everywhere. Right, Jesse? Yeah, something like that. So if you've been waiting for the real secret tip, here it is. You got to have whipped cream and frozen yogurt every single night. Okay, maybe not exactly whipped cream and frozen yogurt. Guys, the point is, this is something I actually do, and I shared that again in my day of eating video, because I need something to make the process enjoyable. But if you hate the process, then you're not going to get to where you want to be. Ultimately, if getting a six pack is torture, you're going to stop before you ever do. Now, am I saying having a hot fudge sundae with double stuffed Oreos on top? No, I'm saying choose something a little bit more responsible, a healthier option that still satisfies that treat-seeking impulse you have that's going to keep you on track, but at the same time, keep you sane. Speaking of sanity, one of the fastest ways to become frustrated is to actually have a set of six-pack abs, but actually not like the way they look because something's missing. I can tell you what's missing. Most often, it's the crooked muscles that you didn't pay any attention to, and that is the serratus and the obliques. Because much like a good picture, the frame is going to focus your eye on the masterpiece that you created. If you don't have a frame, it just doesn't look right. So while there's a million different exercises you could do to train your obliques and serratus, this one in particular gets it done in one move, and it's called the corkscrew. And the goal simply is just to twist as you come up and press down through your hands, getting that protraction for the serratus and getting the twisting for the obliques. Regardless of what exercises you choose, remember the framing is as important as the picture itself, and now that you know it, remember not to forget it. So if the serratus and the obliques can taper your eyes and make them focus more towards the midline, a pyramid will tend to focus your eyes up towards the top. But if you're putting all your focus up towards the top of this pyramid, then that's what's actually causing a problem for you to get your six pack because cardio is not the basis and the foundation of getting six pack abs. And neither is ab training. And a lot of people think that that is the foundation, but we know that as we've covered here already in this video, nutrition has to be the foundation of everything you do. If this isn't in place, the saying goes, you can't out-train a bad diet. No matter what you do up here in terms of working out, it's never going to undo what you're doing wrong down here with your nutrition. Hey Jeff, you got any, uh, you got any snacks for me? Uh, you got an apple in the fridge. No, it's either way too much sugar. Uh, grapes? Dude, even more sugar. You want a carrot? Oh, figures. Might as well be a candy cane. You got any jerky for me or something? I mean, come on. Jerky? F***ing jerky you. And finally, though extremely important, extreme nutrition tactics are not necessary and never will be when it comes to getting abs. Avoiding apples, grapes, and carrots because you think that's what's standing between you and a six-pack is sort of like the same mentality of thinking that throwing a deck chair off of the Titanic was going to save it from sinking. It's the bigger picture items that maybe we're not necessarily ready to come face to face with or change that oftentimes are really standing in the way and those extreme tactics are never necessary. It's just what we use to distract ourselves. But now we have an actionable list here where we can start to adopt even a few of these to set us on the right path to getting those six pack abs once and for all. So if these 13 tips have you excited to start your journey to six pack abs but you're looking for more, I've got a 22 day ab workout that you're going to want to follow along with me here or my complete day of eating video that I referenced a few times in this video that you're going to want to check out. If you're looking for step-by-step -step daily meal plans included with all of our workouts, you can find them over at athletenext.com. And if you haven't already done so, guys, make sure you click subscribe and turn your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. See you soon.